the BTSE 365 Podcast. I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Every dog had his day, man. Every dog. And you know I'm not a dog. Gucci. So I said, I'm So I said, baby. Gucci. Yeah. Yo, the great baby. Yo, yeah. What is through the link, there? Linked up, man. Uh-huh. They told me I need uh-huh. trash over here, buddy. I'm a dog, 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 I'm a dog,
you know, people have to understand that this is just part of the game. And, you know, that's, that's just how it is. Like, this is really just a part of the game. It's unfortunate because you saw, you know what I'm saying, like you saw what was going down. And for those who don't know what the word attrition means, it's like action or some reducing the strength. You know what I'm saying? Your strength get, you know, dwindled down by, you know, over time. That's why I say it's a war of attrition. But anyway, so I'm watching these games and I'm like, bruh, Folks keep saying they can win without John. No, they can't. They have been. But in the playoffs, you need that guy. You need that guy to close the game. You need that guy. Yeah, they beat them four by forty the one night. But to come back and do it again, you knew, you know, they got they got people on their team. They got champions on their team. Now you got a top 75 player on their team. Got the, I know Clay wasn't Clay, and that's what I kept saying. Like, if Clay ain't Clay, then you know. But Clay was Clay. Mama called him Clay. I'ma call him Clay. He was Clay. So he showed up, and this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? This is this is just how it is. As my boy said back in college, and that's how it goes down. And uh, same thing with the Eastern Conference. The Celtics pulled it off in seven. Herculean efforts by Jason Tatum for most of the series. Hell, even Al Horford dropped a 30-piece one game. Ain't seen double digits since then, I don't think. But maybe he did the last game. I'm not sure. But a war of attrition. Chris Middleton gone. You see how important he is to the team. That's why some people, even though Giannis won the MVP of the finals last year, I thought Middleton should have been the MVP of the finals. Could have been. But you know, Giannis was—he was—he was doing some Giannis things. Hell, he had fought in twenty in Game Six. Like it wasn't for lack of trying, lack of effort, lack of passion. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he nutted up like other players on other teams who I'm gonna speak on in a real quick moment. But you know, he fell short. He didn't have that consistent. You know, number two. You know, he didn't have a consistent player that could go out there and give you 25 to 30 if need be. Take the tough mid-range shots and threes at the end of the game. So he had to put it on his back, and he tried. Oh, he tried, you know what I'm saying? He tried, but, you know, close but no cigar. You know, they say almost only counting horseshoes and hand grenades. So it is what it is. Um, now, when you look at the Western Conference, in that game seven, um, a future Hall of Fame player didn't bring it. He just didn't bring it. Um, I heard Chris Paul say shit got ugly real fast or something like that. It did. They was down 30 at halftime. Look, I'm at the She Got Game League on Sundays, right? We got the playoffs coming up this weekend, championship weekend as well. Hear more about that in a minute, but I'm at the game and I announced it <laughs> that the Suns down 30 at halftime. It was women out there playing who paused in the middle of the game and said, Uh-uh. No, they not. You flogging. You lying. Well, they ain't say flogging. They were like, You lying. 
folks in the crowd was like, damn, they 30? No. I said, man, look, I'm telling you, 30 piece. Halftime, game over. Luca had 27. The Suns had 27. Chris Paul, man, listen. I've been in several different conversations all day. You know, a couple of my line brothers, a couple of my other frat brothers, a couple of my cousins, you know what I'm saying, some partners of mine. It's been conversations all day about, you know, Chris Paul. Like, is he even better than John Stockton? No slight to John Stockton, but we all said no. Chris Paul went four for eight. Four for eight. He played in 31 minutes. Devin Booker, 14 shots. He played in 37 minutes. Um, Yeah, so Michael Bridges, Michael Bridges, he took 11 shots. DeAndre Aiden only took five, but he only played 17 minutes. Word on the street is him and Monty Williams were about to get the jacking, a.k.a. Blows, a.k.a. fighting, a.k.a. scrapping, a.k.a. you get the picture um, at one point because of his lack of playing time. Cam Johnson played 20 minutes. JaVale McGee played 17 minutes. So Chris Paul, the Hall of Famer, the Olympian, you know, first-round pick, a lot of people love him. State Farm guy. People give him a pass. He been hurt. He been injured a lot. He's a likable guy. Family man. I was on Chris Paul's side. Let, let, let's get this. Let's not get this mistaken for nothing, right? This strictly basketball we talking. Let's just make that understood. I don't know this man personally. Don't know nothing about him. I'm talking about what I see from these eyes of mine. It's been watching the game as long as I can remember. Since my first time seeing somebody win a championship was Michael Jordan, and I've been watching it since then, right? I'm not just no watcher. I'm watching, study. Like, I'm really paying attention to this stuff. So let me just say that. So it ain't nothing personal because when Chris Paul family got attacked and assaulted by that little white boy last week, I was one of the first people to say, Somebody should have put hands on that white boy. When he was a teenager, well, if I had a teenage cousin that was at the game that was around the same age, he he would have had to put hands on that boy. Touch him up. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about on the court. And on the court, Chris Paul, yeah, he's 37. I understand. He he a little older than me, and I'm far from an NBA athlete. I'm far from a, a, a L.A. fitness athlete. Far from a YMCA athlete. Let's just make it all understood because, you know, that's what that's what they going to say. That's what they always go to. You know what I'm saying? But as a motherfucker who done paid for a ticket to see a game, who done, who done advocated for the league, who done watched a whole lot of goddamn basketball over the years, that nigga didn't show up, man. Oh, he 37. He's still collecting the check, right? They still paying him. He's still starting. He still was voted an all-star. What the fuck? Oh, he hurt. 
if you're injured, don't play. It ain't like it's the first time he'd be injured and couldn't play. Hell, that's the story of his career so far, right? He was limping after the game. Look, this whole Pat Bev thing, because this is this has been some funny shit today. And Devin Book, I'm getting to you in a minute. But Pat Bev said, ain't nobody scared of Chris Paul. Ain't nobody going to sleep like, man, damn, you know, I gotta play Chris Paul tomorrow. Like, and 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 what's his name? Uh Becky with the good hair said, Well, you were never that dude, just like I was never that dude. But it ain't a, it, <laughs> you're missing the point. He ain't, it ain't no disrespect. It just is what it is. He ain't a, he ain't disrespecting nobody. He's telling it like it is. You know, Chris Paul ain't aggressive on offense no more. Hadn't been for a minute. And to come out and only take eight shots and you played 30-plus minutes, that's unacceptable for some, from somebody who people want to put in the top three of his position. That's just unacceptable, man. You go down fighting, dog. Like, you go down fighting. You know, Allen Iverson would not have gone down like this. You're going to take some shots, bro. We're going to shoot that bitch. Jason Kidd wouldn't go down like this. Not in the second round. <laughs> Damn, and it's game seven. Come on, bro. Eight shots, bro. That that's 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 wild, bro. I don't know who owes somebody some money. It it was some the point God turned into the point fraud for real. It's all an illusion. All this shit, he a dirty ass player anyway. Kicking motherfuckers in the nuts, slick, doing a whole lot of little shit out there on the court. He he real slick. The players know. That's why Pat Bev said what he said, because the players they the ones who know because they out there with them. But I be seeing it. I be seeing the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And I know I just spoke about the Celtics making it to the Eastern Conference Finals again. I'm talking about the Mavericks making it to the Western Conference Finals. Shout out to both of those head coaches, man. Shout out to both of those head coaches. Shout out to Jason Kidd taking over for Rick Carlisle who should have been out the job. But when you win an NBA championship, your, your career, it, it gets extended. Anytime you win a championship, in any level of sports, it, your career gets extended by miles. Joe Flacco still cashing checks off beating the 49ers in 2012. And he should have been out the league three, four years ago. But guess what? He got a ring, and he want to keep playing. So why not? Rick Carlisle coaching the Pacers. Getting their ass kicked still. Traded one of their best players. Traded another player. But hey, guess what? He got a championship, right? Dirk been retired. Michael Finley been retired. <laughs> like, should have been gone. Now watch Luca work. Jason Kidd doing that. And it bring out the better in you, the greatness. Look at Ime Udoka in Boston. Now, granted, his situation, you can't say much yet until, or not even until, if, unless, unless they make it to the finals. This is their fourth time in the Eastern Conference Championship in six years. 
it's their time. Now, now the Heat got a lot to say about this because they was in the finals in the bubble and they got that ass whooped by LA. They still here. The Lakers ain't. Jimmy Butler talking a whole lot of shit, but shout out to Ime Udoka. Oh boy, the, the dude that was coaching at Butler. He said, fuck it. He quit and got promoted. <laughs> Had to hit that yak. He quit and got promoted. But that's that's called understanding who you are. You wasn't getting it done, bruh. Defensively, they wasn't doing what they doing now, bruh. Udoka got them boys playing hard, and you got a budding superstar who tell you, I, I look, Kobe was my guy. Pattern my game after Kobe. I saw a little video montage they did showing his moves and Kobe moves, and they so similar. And the boy want it. He want it. When you want it like that, it's hard to deny it. And you got the skill, too, and you want it. Couple that together, shit. And you got a really good team around. You got the defensive player of the year on your team. That's arguable to some people, but, hey, he got the award. So, shout out to them, black coaches, minority coaches, whatever you want to call it, person of color. (laughs) They doing their goddamn move, and I couldn't be prouder, couldn't be happier to see it. You know, I'd love for for the Mavs to beat the Warriors in the finals. I don't know if the NBA want that in the Western Conference Finals. I don't know if the NBA want that. Luka is a bud, and I mean, you know, he's a superstar player. He's showing you. His supporting cast, solid. It's a new NBA. But do they want the Warriors to win another one? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I just said about Chris Paul, I don't know. The fix might be in. Fix could be in, man. Now back to the, back to them. Devin Booker, you took 14 shots. You went 3 or 14 in 37 minutes. I need 20 shots out of you. 20, 25 shots. You, you, you are the number one option. What you doing out here? What you doing? Hmm? What kind of defense y'all playing? Money Williams, you say you ain't have them ready to play? I don't know, dog. I don't know, dog. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, though. But now here we are. Warriors, experienced championship team. Mavs, young, hungry. Jason Kidd on a tear. What kind of defensive schemes he looking to put up. You know what I'm saying? Like Steve Kerr probably be back. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to go six. I'm saying Golden State in six. But, but there's a caveat. If they lose game one, if the Warriors lose game one, I'm taking the Mavs in seven. That's the caveat. So y'all remember that now. I got I got Mavs in six. I mean, I'm sorry, I got the Warriors in six. Only if they win game one. If they win game one, they're gonna win it in six. But if they lose game one, the Mavs gonna win in seven. That's hey, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Now, over in the East, it's a good one. 
oh, this is a good one. I can, I can, I can feel the energy from this this series, man. I can feel it. Ooh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fast. It's gonna be tough and rugged. And man, I I mentioned Jimmy Butler earlier, and when he walked off the court after they beat the Sixers, he said, "Tobias Harris over me." <laughs> Fuck out of here. And I felt them on that. My partner said, man, you know, at the time, him and the coach wasn't vibing and whatever. They didn't. He didn't want the coach there. Well, shit, Philly didn't want – I told him Philly didn't want the coach there either. You see, they fired him. Shit, you could have kept the player and fired the coach then. Instead, ain't nothing – Tobias Harris is, is good, but he ain't, he ain't made no all-star games. In that series that we just saw the Heat versus the 76ers, that's why Jimmy But he literally told you a couple years ago why he don't like playing in the All-Star game. He said, y'all ain't got to go guard James Harden. Now he just guarded a shell of James Harden. That man pick up his play in the playoffs. I'm seeing these comparisons. I'm like, damn, that man do all that in the playoffs? Like, bro, he, he real deal. You know, he real deal is a prime time player. You know what I'm saying? He he show up, he show out, and it's gonna be an exciting series because I for one, I'm picking the Celtics. After saying all that about Jimmy Butler, I'm picking the Celtics because Jimmy Butler doesn't have an answer on his team for what the Celtics can do offensively. Like, he can probably go for 30 and 40 here and there, but he ain't got a second person that can give you 30 and 40. Like, Jalen Brown can give you 30 if need be. And Jason Tatum, he going to try to get 40 if need be. He going to try to get 30 for sure. And so you, when you got those two coupled with Grant Williams playing good defense, he's knocking down the three now. Shout out to him for developing his game. Like, he came out of college. He, he, was, he just so happened to come in the NBA and college at the right time because probably 10 years ago he'd have been at the end of somebody's bench. You know what I'm saying? 12 years ago he'd have been at the end of somebody's bench. So I'm glad he was able to come in, develop his game, and become a, a very key player in a team that's trying to make a championship run. So, yeah, I got I got Celtics in we're gonna do we're gonna do Celtics in seven. Yeah, it's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy at all. I'll be right back, man. Let me uh let me let me take a little break. Let me let y'all listen to this. Hold on, where did where did Jameis Winston uh sound bite? Being taken away from the game, I didn't realize that my passion was playing football. As a kid, right, my passion was always football. And it wasn't until I got taken away from the game that I realized my passion was playing football. Fall down eight times, get up nine. 
it hurt seeing those guys eat them W's without me. Every lesson is a blessing. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. The adversity only made me stronger. I'm rejuvenated. My mom always said, boy, you're different. And I know it now. I'm so ready. I put some pads on right now and run through this screen. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, Lou Young is a damn fool, man. If you don't follow him on IG, you're missing out, bro. Lou Young is a trip. Uh, let me see. What else we got going here? Oh, I mentioned the Lakers earlier. I just finished up season one, and I did say season one because they've been renewed for season two of Winning Time. Man, it's a very good series, man. I I love uh what's his name? John o, John JC O'Reilly, John O'Reilly. Old boy from uh Talladega Knights. I love I love what he's doing with the uh with the Jerry Buss angle. Um it's it's a very, very well put together show. Um John C. Riley, that's his name. As a Jerry Buss, and then you got Quincy Isaiah, he plays Magic Johnson. Jason Clark is doing a damn good job of Jerry West, even though he doesn't like it. Wood Harris playing Spencer Haywood, very, very, very good job. Uh, Jason Siegel is Paul Westhead, man, and uh, Adrian Brody is a young Pat Riley. Like these are, these are good names, man. Like like this John C. Riley, bro. Gabby Hoffman, Claire Rothman. Wood Harris, I mean, these, these aren't scrubs. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are real deal actors. Adrian Brody, these these guys, they they do their move. And it's good to see Quincy Isaiah. You know, he's a, a young up-and-coming actor. But it's, it's, you know, some people don't like how they're portrayed. I know Magic didn't. Hell, Jerry West was talking about suing. But... I think, like, Spencer Haywood is being, you know, highlighted and shown, and people are getting to know who that, that, that guy was, that player was. He's not mad about how he's being depicted because it's true. You know? He said, man, look, the only thing, you know, because this is dramatized, you know, it's a dramatization of, of, you know, things as some people saw that era. You know what I'm saying? But Spencer Haywood, if you don't know who he is, five-time All-Star, uh, believe he won MVP one year in the ABA or two times in the ABA. Um, he challenged the NBA. He took the NBA to the Supreme Court. He the reason why Sean Kemp and – Kobe Bryant and Kevin Garnett and LeBron James and, you know, some of these other great players were able to come straight out of high school at one point because, you know, he challenged them. He took, he took them to the Supreme Court and he won. Now, a lot of people in the NBA scorned them for that. He caught on with the Lakers and he was averaging like 20-some points a game in the 79-80 season. But, you know, he, he was he started using drugs and, he said there was a lot of stuff going on with his wife. A lot of she was a model, and 
other women, you know, this is 79, 80. Like, the world was totally different than what you see it as now. Like, folks were doing cocaine in, in, in the club, and you could smoke a cigarette inside of a building. That's how long ago this was. Like, I come from a time where I can remember somewhat people smoking inside of buildings, but most of my life, I say 95% of my life, you hadn't been able to smoke inside of a building. You know, secondhand smoking. But I saw Jerry, Jerry Buss, John C. Riley, fire up a square in game six of the finals while he sat there with his sons who didn't know nothing about nothing. But, yeah, that's how long ago this was. But Spencer Haywood, man, he he was just talking about how watching himself in the in the, in the the show, he's had to call his therapist a couple of times while he was watching it, you know. He said his kids, they, they don't mind it, and his grandkids just happy to see him on TV. But he said he was in a dark place, man, and he started using cocaine and freebasing and shit. So he went from, he he got cut. He was he was he was down on his luck, and he said he didn't. So in the show, it, it shows him threatening to uh, kill Kareem, <laughs> but he said he never did it. But he definitely thought about taking out the Lakers. I was like, wow. See, he, he put that in the book. So you know, a very interesting character. It's good to see that character play out. Uh, Magic wasn't happy with his portrayal, but I'm. I'm watching Winning Time, and I watched the Magic Johnson doc on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. And, I mean, based on all the context clues and, you know, how he, him and Cookie were saying their relationship was up until they finally got married. Like, you people got to understand, like, me being me coming from the time I came from, and at that time it wasn't like a 24-hour sports news cycle and. Instagram and all this shit, the internet wasn't out. So you looking at a Magic Johnson, Irvin Johnson in Michigan, who was the man in high school, just just picture that. Like he was the guy. He went to school, he went to college in his hometown. So he was that nigga. He was six nine, he was hooping, he passing that bitch every which way. He magic. The white man in the local newspaper called him magic. That's how he got the nickname. So, of course, all the hoes want a piece of magic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Excuse my language. But you know what I mean. All the women wanted a piece of magic. He was young. So, guess what he was doing? He was giving all the ladies a piece of magic. <laughs> so, that's just how it was. But he was, you know, he kind of didn't like that. But then when you watch his doc, he pretty much saying, man, look, I was running these streets. I was ripping and running. I was running women and doing this. I wasn't trying to get married. Wasn't trying to be engaged, but he loved Cookie. It's that one gal, you know what I'm saying? He running these streets, but he know he love her. Got engaged once, called it off. Got engaged again, mm, slow foot. Did he finally get engaged? And they end up getting married. She pregnant. This motherfucker got HIV. You never go into details about how he might have contracted it. Nothing like that. I don't know if that even mattered. At that point, it was like, shit, it could be several things. Of course, an STD, but 
blood transfusion, whatever, however, but judging by what, you know what I'm saying, they saying, more than likely, magic, you know, STD. Folks are trying to say, was he gay, you know, all that shit, because back then, that's what it was. It were wild times, man, but, yeah, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying. Some people have a problem with how they depict it. Spencer Haywood ain't necessarily one of them. Jerry West and Magic are, but I don't think Magic was going to sue or nothing. He got too much money to be doing that, man. He ain't trying to, he ain't trying to sue nobody. You know what I'm saying? He, he ain't trying to sue him, but he he wasn't cool with that shit. But anyway, anyway, I digress. Oh, yeah, uh, the Kendrick Lamar album bumping, by the way. In my opinion, y'all tripping if you don't think so. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Shit, hell. Oh, shout out to the She Got Game League 615. Championship weekend, playoff weekend, championship weekend, all wrapped into one. Um, We're going to have some five games this weekend. Sunday, action, effing packed. Baylor Collegiate Prep. We got four games. It's already been confirmed. The commissioner just texted me. She sent word. She said, big. I said, what's up, Pace? She said, you ready? I said, I'm always ready. Well, guess what? Sunday, we going to have four games. Four o'clock. 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and 7.30 is the championship game. Be ready. I said, bet. Say, listen. It's on and popping. <laughs> That's really what we just said. Um, So it's going to be live. It's going to be loud. Bring your family. Bring your friends. Kids come for free. And when we say kids, I ain't talking about your... Uh, I ain't talking about your uh twelve year old, thirteen year old, you know what I'm saying? They they teenagers. I'm talking about, you know, ten and under type. Y'all be having them big sixteen year old folk talking about these some kids, the hell they are. These kids is probably got kids, goddammit. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 all I wanted to say. Oh, Make sure y'all subscribe. I never say this at the beginning, so if you done made it this far, I appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share this shit with your other sports partners. Don't keep me a secret. I ain't your side chick. I ain't your side nigga. Don't don't keep me a secret. I don't want to be a secret. Because this is the, the best sports and entertainment podcast in the world, Craig. Longest running sports and, sports and entertainment podcast in the world. The original, you know how many folks that came out with sports and entertainment podcasts since since I dropped. And I love it. Some people get in the podcast space for a minute, you know. We shall see. Shout out to Upkeep Cleaning Service. Once again, one of the biggest sponsors of the BTS E365 podcast. Appreciate you. But uh yeah. Oh, RIP look keyed. Atlanta rapper, he was 24. Passed away over the weekend, I believe. Unfortunately, man. YSL taking a hit, boy. 
taking a hit. But hey, love yourself. If you don't love nobody else, take care of your mental. Take care of your chicken. If I miss some, I'm sorry. Uh, if it's something you want me to talk about, let it be known, man. Get at me on Twitter and Instagram at BTSE underscore 365. I'm out. Peace. BTSE 365. <laughs> why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why you keep fucking with me? You gon' make me. Push these niggas off me like Push these bitches off me like Push these niggas off me like Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes I'm pushing them all on me like no more love me like who? Yeah. <laughs> I be immune to shit. Tucking the broom and shit. <laughs> Done with the zoom and shit. <laughs> know you a joke, my answers are close. I holla at the moon and shit. <laughs> know the results, the ballot is in, man. I'm about to boom again. <laughs> you funny, dog. Peekaboo can't hide behind your money, dog. A week or two, I meditate on running loss. Swerve, 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 shake the currents off. Yeah. Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who?